Hello, and welcome again to Comics Culture Catastrophe. There's no comic in this one, but hey, storyboards are basically comics, and I'm sure that this show was made using storyboards. I'm the host, Goose, and I really wish that spring was fall so that I could be watching this show right now. Over the Garden Wall is a Cartoon Network special that first aired in November of 2014. It was actually Cartoon Network's first special. I didn't see it the year it came out, but from 2015 to now, essentially, my friends and I have made it our central autumn tradition. The show follows two stepbrothers on Halloween night. The older brother, named Wirt, weirdly, uh, is played by Elijah Wood, who expertly delivers an anxious, self-conscious teenage demeanor. His younger stepbrother, Greg, is an empty-headed yet always happy-go-lucky kid who lets his curiosity get the best of him. Sometimes that curiosity helps. Caught between an apparently unrequited crush and a general sense of non-belonging, Wirt is particularly vulnerable on Halloween which is probably the most social holiday there is for teens. But before Wirt can even face the horrifying world of high school socialization, he and Greg are flung into a dark, folklore-filled world that poses an even bigger threat than rejection. Death itself. In all honesty, I, th I think it's the aesthetics of this show that make it such a potential classic. It takes a lot of visual and thematic inspiration from American folk culture and mashes that together with the essence of the introductory scenes of a lot of 80s horror films. High school, Halloween, graveyards, football games, dimly lit suburbs. There's a visual dichotomy made here that might carry metaphorical meaning. However, so much of the show takes place in that folksy world, that nightmare world that this dichotomy might get missed by many viewers. In said nightmare world, Wirt and Greg face an uncanny society, unknowingly threatened by a monolithic evil and a few creepy characters who are evil but in, like, funny ways. I won't go through everything as there's really no need to, but just know that Wirt and Greg learn a lot throughout the adventure, including how meaningful their brotherhood really is and how to defeat a scary woods demon. It's kind of hard for me to analyze this show too deeply. It's very much just about having a fun time watching little cartoon guys do little cartoon things. There's musical numbers, comedic relief, lay motifs. It's all just a good piece of entertainment. But I do feel like there's an overarching theme that goes overlooked. Or maybe I just didn't get it the first couple of times I watched it. Wirt starts out fearing that his world will be ended by embarrassment. He made a heartfelt mixtape for the girl of his dreams, only for his brother Greg to accidentally deliver it to her without any context. This is pretty standard stuff. We're quick to forget, but embarrassment is basically a stand-in for death when you're in high school. You may feel immortal, but one bit of gossip or 
hit stains in second period math class could spell the end for your social life. And that fear is real. It's undeniable from that inside perspective. In the process of being lost in an alternate world filled with danger and nefarious actors, Wirt forgets all of that potential embarrassment pretty quickly. Logically, of course, being presented with real loss, actual death, is one of the fastest ways to forget the little problems that we can so easily exaggerate to ourselves. And while talking about confronting your own mortality this way may make it sound like some cheat code for getting over smaller problems, that's really how it works when you need it to. Nor is it really ideal. But I do recognize something in Wirt and Greg's story that reminds me of the changes that came in my own life when my dad passed away. I had been so absorbed in intricate yet essentially meaningless problems, and they all melted away in an instant. And just like Wirt, after that confrontation with reality, I came back to my old problems with a completely different outlook, and one that was entirely beyond my old perspective. It's part of growing up, of course, and while it's obviously not something you'd ever ask for, it's not all terrible in the end, and certainly not the end of the world. These types of stories are fundamental to what storytelling is all about. This reality being expressed, that fear and loss changes you, can be told to people who haven't lost anyone yet. Of course, teens who need that kind of message the most are also likely to resist it the most. But if it helps even just one person change their perspective, or let go of something, or gain a little more confidence, then it's worth it. Hopefully all of that might pique your interest in this somewhat overlooked show. It was a risk for Cartoon Network at the time, as miniseries were not a proven venture yet. But Patrick McHale proved to everyone that he had learned a lot working as a storyboard artist for Adventure Time and The Marvelous Misadventures of Flapjack. And he also proved that he could spearhead his own fully budgeted projects on his own. Over the Garden Wall is definitely best consumed around fall when the days start getting darker and colder and nostalgia starts filling the air. In the next episode, we will be discussing a more recent entry into our modern media glut and comparing it with an old favorite of mine that feels relevant again. I hope to see you there. This is Goose saying goodbye. Let's go, let's go, let's go.